Palm Sunday. This is the beginning of the week leading up to Easter Sunday, the great celebration of the resurrection, although every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection. But this is in particular bringing Lent to an end and uh, focusing our attention upon the passion of Christ, his uh, journey through the last week of of his uh, up to the to the crucifixion and resurrection. <clears throat> I decided a couple of weeks ago when I looked at the readings for for that Sunday in Lent and today in Easter that I would try to kind of tie these three messages together. This is part two of a three-part sermon series. Uh, it's kind of trying to sum up my years as pastor and looking back over the, uh, our journey. I want to start today by reading a few verses from the psalm, Psalm 31. Uh, by the way, if, if we had read the psalm that was appointed for the procession coming up, which we, we don't usually do that and we didn't today, it would have been the passage from Psalm 118 that I've been quoting for most Sundays let us not forget the words of Psalm 118, 22 to 24. The same stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. On this day the Lord has acted, we will rejoice and be glad in it. After looking over what I wanted to say today, I felt like this title was fitting, A Ragamuffin's Refuge. Psalm 31, a plea for protection from the choir director of Psalm of David. Lord, I seek refuge in you. This is from the Christian standard, Christian something. It used to be the Christian standard Bible. It used to be the Holman standard and they revised it some took care of some problems that were in that translation so this is the Christian standard Bible Lord I seek refuge in you let me never be disgraced save me by your righteousness listen closely to me rescue me quickly be a rock of refuge for me a mountain fortress to save me for you are my rock and my fortress you lead and guide me for your name's sake. You will free me from the net that is secretly set for me, for you are my refuge. And to your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord God of truth. <clears throat> Again, verse 4 says, You will free me from the net that is secretly set for me, for you are my refuge. I, I cannot think of another verse that so accurately describes my journey of finding a path toward freedom from the secret net that I found myself entangled in. The Lord is most certainly my refuge, and he has saved me by his righteousness and not my own. Reading verses 7 and 8 from Psalm 31. I will rejoice and be glad in your faithful love because you have seen my affliction. You know the troubles of my soul. 
and have not handed me over to the enemy. You have set my feet in a spacious place. That wide place that the Lord has set my feet in is community. This community, a community of friends and brothers who have my back. People who I know I can trust to listen to whatever words I need to speak in, in that moment. And not judge or condemn me, but instead affirm the truth of the gospel that I am a restored son of the risen Lord. And I'm so thankful that we have experienced some of that transparency here as a parish together. And for some other men and women in my life who see beyond my present tense sin and recognize, and recognize that the only hope any of us have is in the many mercies of God that are new every morning. I am daily encouraged to believe in the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within me to transform me, to shift the focus of my eyes and my heart away from my own desires and instead to consider the needs of others as greater than my own. As I consider the many voices and writings that have been instrumental in my spiritual formation so far, Brennan Manning and Rich Mullins are names that stand out. Together they help me to grasp a deeper, broader view of God's grace and freed me from the weight of performance Christianity. Brennan wrote the, the, the book A Ragamuffin's Gospel and Rich Mullins and Michael W. Smith formed a band called the Ragamuffin Band. <clears throat> For more than 10 years now, the Lord is speaking to me in many different ways and methods and means to cease striving. He is teaching me that until I give up, until I admit that my own righteousness is as filthy rags to Him and I fall at His feet in complete dependence, in complete dependence of His generous grace and love as I cease striving and, and be still, I could not begin to know the width and breadth and height and depth of his love for me and for every other one who is made in his image. Now, when I read that amazing promise in Philippians chapter 2, and I'm glad you extended the readings, that one day every knee will bow, to, bow down and cry out that Jesus Christ is Lord, I have hope that not one being will be coerced to submit to the Lord's power and might, but instead will be overcome by His goodness, as it is described in Ephesians, Ephesians 2, 4 through 7. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of His great love that He had for us, made us alive with Christ even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. He also raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavens in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages He might display the immeasurable riches of His grace through His kindness to us in Christ Jesus.
as I began preparing the content of what I wanted to say in these last three sermons during my role as your pastor, I realized there was more than time would allow me to say. So I'm just going to quickly highlight some thoughts today that I believe have been consistent points throughout my sermons over the years. Let that be held which has been delivered by all at all times and everywhere. Let that be held which has been believed at, by all at all times and everywhere. My understanding of the short phrase which is credited to a monk who lived around A.D. 450, St. Vincent's of Larens, is that we should allow our view of scripture, our development of doctrine or application of the inspired texts to be formed by the consensus of the voices of all believers, regardless of how much time or distance separates their lives from ours, the church Catholic. This idea is emphasized by my paraphrase of a prayer I came across in a little prayer book by John Bailey. Oh, you who were and are and are to come, I thank you that this Christian way in which I walk is no untried or uncharted road, but a road beaten hard by the footsteps of saints, apostles, prophets, and martyrs. I thank you for the signpost and dangerous signals with which it is marked at every turn and which may be made known to me through the study of the Bible and of all history and the testimony of all the saints. That's uh, my adaptation of the prayer and a diary of private prayer. The final thing I want to leave with you today is the significant role of prayer in our journey, both my own individual journey and the journey of this parish. There have been many gatherings for worship and prayer in this place and, many, and other times besides the Sunday morning gatherings. I believe with all my heart that only when we stand on the other side of this grand tapestry we call life we'll be able to see the impact of all the prayers in our journeys. In my own life there have been rich times of inner healing and deliverance for which I am forever grateful as well as the simple ritual of daily prayer through the practice of morning or evening prayer. We do become what we pray. We're reminded today in the words of Jesus after he cleansed the temple. Of, that was a, a different gospel reading than I read, but one that was on the calendar for today. The words of Jesus after he cleansed the temple of the money changers as he quotes Isaiah 56, 7. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. So... I'm going to leave you with the words of Psalm 118, 16 to 19, which is this ragamuffin's refuge. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He pulled me out of deep water. He rescued me from my powerful enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. 
He brought me out to a spacious place, to a wide place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Amen. Let's stand together and declare our common faith in the Nicene Creed.